You're listening to The Fashion Detour, presented by J-Tribe. Hi, everyone. I am very happy because this week we have a special guest. Her name is Ariel Swedro, and she is the designer for Swedro Art to Wear by Ariel. How are you? How's it going? Hello, I'm good. Thank you for having me. No problem. And I know that your grandfather, Robert M. Swerdro, he's very masterful in his use of collages, and I've seen his work. It's really gorgeous. He's recognized worldwide as a visionary artist. How would you say he influenced you as a designer? Well, yes, my grandfather is very talented. He's 85 years old, and he's been making collages as a hobby since his early 20s. He's an architect in Miami. He's done over a thousand buildings in Miami. But he always he still works from eight to five. But he always comes home to his studio, which happens to be right next door to where I live <laughs> and where I grew up. So I would always watch him make his collages. I would always go into his studio, steal his paintbrushes, paint, and create my own collages right next to him. And so I always grew up watching him create these beautiful collages. And now he has over a thousand um, and he works on them every day. He has his new series. Before he was into butterflies, now he's into race cars. And they're just so unique. And I've never seen anything like it before. Not to be biased, but it's true. (laughs) And out of curiosity, what, what kind of materials does he use in his collages? He'll use anything from, he uses a lot of paper, cut out some magazines, he uses 3D butterflies, he uses beads, glitter, uh, he'll collect um, the tops of containers and decorate them, and he's been using hood caps now that he finds on the side of the street. Um, and put uh, toy vintage cars on them. And so he recycles too, which is really cool. Wow. And I did check out his website, and there were some prints that you could buy of his as well. Yeah, so you can buy just the, the flat print, so it's not like a resin 3D, like his original on mm-hmm. iCanvas.com. He has them. And they're beautiful copies. They're very vibrant, just like his original collages. So it's almost like the the image of of what he designed, but it it look it's on a canvas. You're saying, right? Exactly, exactly. So that's amazing. I mean, I it sounds wonderful to be able to just have a place like that growing up to play in and just you know express yourself and explore all those materials. And I I see that, you know, clearly he rubbed off on you and you use a lot of geometric and circular prints. Where where did your love for prints begin? Well, I mean, I started sewing when I was seven years old. Like I said, um, I'm like my grandfather. I don't like to be boring. I like bright colors, vibrant. And I always incorporated that in the garments that I created. And so then when I was 12, I'm 16 now, by the way. <laughs> but when I was 12, I um, learned how to digitally print. So take an image and copy it 
using heat transfer onto fabric. And so I took pictures of his collages that I loved so much. I took just one and I printed it repetitively onto fabric. And, you know, it was the first test. It was not as vibrant the colors. It was a little dull. And But I made a dress, a little dress for myself out of it. I presented it to him. He absolutely loved it. He saw the vision that I saw. And he was like, where do I sign the contract? Let's do this. And that's how Roger Barrio was born. So it's really amazing that you are 16 and you have, you design and sell clothing. That's insane. <laughs> Thank you, yes. Well, I, I'm grateful that he, you know, wanted to create this partnership with me. And I'm in a beautiful place. I'm in Miami where uh, they love vibrant colors. So it. It worked out perfectly. And so you said you fell in love with the, the, the prints and the um, geometric the geometric prints as well, just from observing his his use of materials? Right, just watching him make it. I mean, he does narrative, he does cyber series. Um, I mean, there's so many different types of prints that he does. It's like you, you just love all of them. And, yeah, definitely rubbed off from when I was little. I mean, create, he, I watched him create them my whole life, and, and it definitely influenced me. I knew I, I was going to incorporate them somehow and, and continue his legacy. You know. Wow. And are you all, have you always been self-taught as a designer? No, I started taking sewing classes when I was seven years old. Um, I learned pattern making, how to drape, using a serger, how to use the sewing machine. Um, and so that's where I learned. I learned at a place called Design Lab Miami. And then when I, uh, when it was time for me to go to high school, I applied to a magnet school that specializes in design art and has an amazing fashion program. So I'm a junior there now. It's a school called Dash Design Architecture Senior High. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, that's that's where I learned everything. Um, and what? How can you describe your design process? I mean, I'm always, always, always sketching in my sketchbook. Um, I would say I first pick the prints that I want to use because that really inspires me, um, whether it's, like, the colors of the print, if they're bright and vibrant, I'll do, like, a cute summer dress, or if they're more fall, warm tones, I'll do, like, a coat. Um, just looking at the prints inspire me, but I'm always sketching constantly, looking at the trends, looking at Vogue, and, you know, and whatever I like, uh, we'll have it made into a sample with just a muslin fabric, and if I like the way it fits, it drapes, then it'll go into the next collection. Wow. And, you know, would you ever see yourself designing something that doesn't have a print? Yes, actually, I am now experimenting more with color blocking because, I mean, I get feedback from people, which I like a good uh, critique, but a lot of what people are saying is that, you know, some people don't, are, I wouldn't say afraid, but not as confident, aren't as confident enough to wear such bright prints all the time. Um, they like it more subtle, you know. I made a button-down shirt filled with the, the whole shirt was the print, and my grandfather, of course, loved it. But then when I showed it to my uncles and family friends, they were the, they were like, no, I, I can't wear this to work. I wouldn't wear this. So then I made 
a white button-down shirt, but I put the print inside the collar. So when you mm. fold the collar down the lapel, you would see a hint of the print, and then I would put it inside the cuff. So when you fold the cuff, you would see the print, and it just made it more subtle and more wearable for for the majority of people. Yeah, and it's interesting because I actually love prints. Um, there was a point where everything in my closet was a print, and I was like, okay, you know, this has got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's just something like to me with a print, it's just, it feels more exciting to me. Right. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it is. It just, you know, and, and then, but then at the same, at the same time, I appreciate that, that simple aesthetic that right. a lot of people are embracing nowadays. So I think it's probably the good to have a little bit of both, which it seems like of that's course. what you're doing. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. That is what I'm doing. <laughs> So have there been any challenges that you faced as a young designer? Yes, actually. I would say what I just said is, you know, mainly the critique that I hear from people, but it's hard to confront buyers because, of course, I want my stuff in, like, Saks, Neiman, Bloomingdale's the biggest department stores, but buyers, it's hard for them to take me seriously almost because I'm such a young designer. And, you know, people ask, they say, how if, you know, I started designing with my grandfather when I was 12, and I would hear, how is she designing for women if she's not yet, she's still a little preteen, you know, she's not mm-hmm. yet a woman, how does she know um, what how women should dress, you know? And I did take that into consideration, and I started designing more around my age group, more for teenagers and, like, early 20s. Um, that's what my resort line, that's probably the age range, but... At the same time, it's like Valentino, Alexander McQueen, Christian Dior. They're all men who design for women. Mm-hmm. You know, how would they know how women should dress, how women should feel in clothing? At least one day I will be a woman, you know. So, <laughs> it's um, true. So it's a little contradicting, but I, I you know, appreciated what they said, and I, I learned from the experience. But that's probably... Um, yeah, being a young designer, that's probably the feedback I hear. Yeah, and it's it's interesting that you say that because I do feel like when I was looking at your designs online, the, some of them were very sophisticated, like mm-hmm. not in a grandmother sense necessarily, but not although, you know, grandmother really cool nowadays. So. <laughs> but but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you have the, you have like that, like, overcoat style like the blazer type of piece and you have a it's like that I don't know if it's a top or a skirt but it's like this long maxi skirt right yes with a circle yeah so it just it kind of like that look with a white blouse exudes Mm -hmm. you know a sophisticated woman that's not something that you know necessarily I mean that's not something a 15 year old would wear necessarily so I think I don't know I I think you appeal to to all ages okay good thank you well I have an old soul and and I do get feedback from my mom and you know older women in my life of what they what they like and and yeah and I am very inspired by always looking at Milan Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week, what, you know, the high fashion brands are coming out with. And and so definitely influenced by that, too. And when it comes to, you know, working with the print, do you have to consider the print 
you know, the balance between the print and the silhouette. Right, for sure, because um, you don't want the print to overpower the silhouette. You don't want the silhouette to overpower the print. If it's a too much of a complicated silhouette, then you can't appreciate the print as much. Mm. So I try to have it, like you said, very simple and sophisticated. Um, or if it's a complicated silhouette, I'll blow up the print so it's it's not as like detailed, if that makes any sense. Like the circle skirt, I blew up those circles um, to make it look a little more less chaotic. Uh, but I think that things that I want to drape, like I see the question that you put. Where is the question? Right, when you were saying about um, the fitted bodices and the draped garments. Right. like Yeah, I think it's, it's easier to have a fitted bodice because you see and appreciate the print more when it's, it's draped. You don't really see the print, and it could look a little messy, if that makes sense. Um, right. And that's, that's something I have to take into consideration. Yeah, and I... You get to play a lot around with the with the prints. Do you use the computer to do that? Like you were saying, to blow up the prints to magnify yes. it. Yes. Yes. So I could edit the print in Photoshop if I want to change the color, anything, move a butterfly around, take out something. Um, but and usually when it goes to print, I'll mirror the image. So I'll like, you know, I'll just flip it over um, on the axis. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, and it'll it, it'll give it like a kaleidoscope kind of effect, uh, and that's how I usually print my fabric. That's really cool. <laughs> Thank you. And you have swimwear in your collection, so how do you decide on the silhouettes, like which silhouettes to choose? Um, I mean, I definitely, most of my bathing suits are, like I said, they're simple silhouettes that, um, you know, flatter most body types because that's, you know, very important to me. Um, and, yeah, nothing crazy. You know, my one pieces are very simple, uh, deep cut, a little ruching in the back. I love an open back. Um, and just simple and flattering because the fabric speaks for itself, you know. I think it already draws so much attention that I don't need to go crazy with a bunch of, like, crisscrosses and, and open holes and all this stuff. So, yeah, so flattering and simple, I would describe it. So getting into the, the you have some menswear on your, yeah. um, that's part of your line. You have, I mean, I love the bow ties, the ties. How would you suggest for a man to pair those colorful um, accessories with the other items in his wardrobe? Um, well, now I'm working on men's button-downs, like I described in the lapel, in the collar, in the cuff. You can see the print. But for the ties and bow ties, I would definitely pair it with probably like a solid blue or white button-down um, and maybe a simple navy blue blazer or anything that matches the colors inside the tie or bow tie. You know, like I said, it'll draw the attention to the bow tie right away. And uh, yeah, so I, I gave I gave a tie to my teacher actually a few weeks mm -hmm. ago and he styled it perfectly. He has good style because he's one of the fashion teachers and he wore a white button down with navy blue pants and like a brown leather belt and some like blue suede shoes and it just, it matched perfect with the, with the tie. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I think I could see my husband totally rocking one of your. Uh, well, he doesn't. He's not a bow tie guy so much, but he he wears. I could see him rocking one of the ties because he he has shoelace different colored shoelaces. <laughs> so cool. he'll match his shoelaces with his tie or with like the oh, stitching. Oh yeah. Okay. Send you one then. <laughs> yeah. Or with like the stitching in his suit. He he has like he's he has a lot of fun with um every I'm telling you, like every day he's wearing a different color shoelace. <laughs> My god. So he has to lace every shoelace like with the shoe. That's that's dedication. <laughs> I know. Listen, I get men can have fun too, right? I mean Yeah, of course. They should have it's fun. Uh, um and in terms of going back to your uh, pink and blue circles dress, where, and it's it's the white, I'll explain it to everyone, it's a white blouse style top and it's printed bottom with the circles. Where do you see a woman wearing that dress? Well, I, when I saw that question, I smiled because last year a woman purchased it and she wore it to a wedding and she said she got so many compliments on it. It caught everyone's attention. Didn't take too much attention away from the bride. Um, and it's very chic. And I think she wore it to the perfect event, any daytime event. Um, and you can dress it up, dress it down with the white button down, or you can put a nice black blouse and it's more of an evening look. And yeah, it's, it's very versatile. And trust me, you'll definitely get a lot of compliments and stand out. So it's, it, it's, it is a, it's a top and a skirt. No, that's a circle. It's it's a circle skirt, yeah, all the way to the floor. Okay, so it's like a long uh, skirt. Yes, there's a matching circle top with it too, but Mm. the lady that purchased it matched it with just a simple white button down, you know, just so it wasn't, there wasn't too much print and and it made it more casual and chic. So, yeah. And... I do love also your virtues virtues of a wandering mind jacket. It's really unexpected. Um, I could definitely see wearing a little black dress underneath it or even like making it, you know, funky and pairing it with like a dark rinse denim skirt. How do you see it styled? Yes, I love that jacket. I have one, a mini version for myself. Um, and it goes usually with a pair of shorts that hit right above the knee, which makes it really chic. And the shorts also have the print. But I definitely agree with you. If you want to make it more of an evening time look and, and really just focus on the jacket, a little black dress is perfect. It's a staple piece that everyone should have. Um, and yeah, denim too. Jeans go with everything. Well, sometimes, most of the time. Um, but yeah, jacket would be very cute with, with some jeans or jean skirt. Have you ever done like a bomber jacket? Oh yeah, for sure. I have a bomber jacket that, well actually I've only made it for myself, but it does have my grandfather's prints and I should make more because I always get compliments on it. But yes, it's a ne- neoprene bomber jacket and the puff and the collar are black. So it gives it kind of an edgy look. I think that I think you're we're onto something here. You need to <laughs> Yes, I need to make more, you're right. <laughs> so what are your favorite pieces from your collection? I love my butterfly neoprene dress. It's a yellow dress 
that has a weird kind of arch silhouette at the bottom. I don't know if you saw it on my website. And then I love my silk pants. I have a pair called Money Pants. It's my grandfather's collage. It has like bills all over it. And um, I made 100% silk pants out of it with like a nude slip shorts on the inside. And they're really chic. And so many people love them. We've only made three. We sold them immediately. People want more. And I'm going to make more. And we made them in red print, green print. They're all on my website. And then my probably my favorite cover-up is my yellow off-the-shoulder. It's like asymmetrical. Um, it's also on my website. So, yeah, those are probably my three favorite. And just out of also, again, my own curiosity, would do you make custom pieces for people? Yes. So it's a lot of the times it is made to order. Only my resort collection is is able to be purchased online, but then the dresses that you see and the skirts and the jackets are made to order. So you can pick what print you want. And I have a atelier in Miami that you can come to and get measured and fitted and, and we can make make it for you. And and I've had a few custom orders of, you know, ball gown dresses for galas and stuff. So that's always a dream to do. So basically for the modest dressers out there, if they did want one of your pieces, they could um, ask for like the, you know, the length they wanted and the sleeve length and the neckline. Right. Yes, exactly. And so I, again, another accessory, you have amazing accessories. You have scarves in your collection, which I love because they're just really fun. Like you could put them, you could pair it, you could put it on a bag, you could put a scarf in your hair, you could tie it around your neck, you could turn it into a belt. Like, you know, mm-hmm. weave it through your, you know, your belt loop. So yeah. do you see yourself including other accessories like that in the future? Yes, for sure. I love the scarves. They're my favorite. I wear them all the time. You know, we have like the handkerchief size scarf and then we have the large scarf. Um, and yes, I see them on people's bags. I see them wrapped around people's um, wrists, like you said. And actually, we just printed on phone cases, the prints, and that's super fun. People love those. But also, I've always wanted to make headbands with the print. I think that would be super cute. Um, this isn't really an accessory, but we've started to do pillows and furniture, and it looks insane. It came out super vibrant, and it looks like the Vers- it belongs in like the Versace mansion. And wow. so it's just fun. We've printed on plates, printed on um, table trays, and it just looks like really beautiful. Um, what's the word? Not home furniture. decor and just home decor. Yes, thank you. Beautiful wow, home decor songs and like so corny. Cool. Are when are are they going to be available to purchase? Like the iPhone accessories and the the pillows and those types of things. Well, that's more for our um, product design and marketing of my grandfather's prints. Not so much Sweater by Ario designs. Okay. Um, so we have like somebody speaking to buyers if they want to pick up the print and they can print it on their iPhone case products and such and like that. But it's just it's just fun and, and I know it'll get picked up. It already got picked up by a puzzle company that wants to make puzzles with the collage. Which is super fun. Yeah, that so, yeah. is so so really you have a lot of possibilities out there. So many, seriously. And I've only printed on thirty two prints and there's over a thousand. 
So it's it's endless. Wow. Of the over a thousand collages, I've only printed thirty two so far. So who do you look up to in terms of designers? I love Alexander McQueen, um, of course, he's a legend. I love Stella McCartney. I was, you know, privileged enough to meet her when I was eight years old and I sent her some of my fashion sketches and she actually signed them and sent them back, which was really special. Um, and that was around the same time I started picking up sewing. So it was just very motivating and inspiring. And I love Iris Van Harpen because there's a side to me that loves avant-garde pieces that are just more of an art than wearable. Um, yeah. Well, what you design is really like wearable art. So exactly. Yeah. I I also whenever I'm watching Project Runway, <laughs> my favorite cha- one of my favorite challenges is the avant-garde challenge. Yeah, it's the best. I mean, there's so much you can do. I. I just uh, won a competition for, I made a dress out of over 100 plastic water bottles. Um, and I won, it's the Young Arts, it's like an international, the whole country, national competition. And I just found out I'm a finalist. And that was one of the dresses I made, very Iris Van Harpen inspired. So, yes, wow. very happy. And you chose to do it out of the water bottles. Was that because of like the environmental Yes, I'm very passionate. Yes, I'm very passionate about sustainability. You know, it's my generation is all about the environment. And yeah, I ask people to give me their water bottles and I cut them into strips and individually sew them onto recycled fabric and made a whole garment out of it. And then I made another one made out of 22 pairs of recycled denim jeans. And it's just, it's fun to upcycle things and, and, you know, you feel good about it, and it's a great story, and on, overall it helps the environment. I need to see a picture of this plastic water bottle dress. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you. It's, it's, it's pretty insane. It took me a long time to make, but it, it came out insane. I'll, I'll send you a picture for sure. Okay, good. How did you get them to stick together? I sewed them on. I sewed the plastic. Oh, you sewed onto it onto fabric. Okay, fine. Yeah, I broke a few needles, but... But it worked. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And what do you think about it? I mean, I know nowadays, you know, athleisure is really on trend. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, do you, do you sure. like enjoying, do you enjoy designing that? Yes, that's actually something I'm doing right now. We just got the samples back. So I did just as a test run almost, I did two pairs of leggings, a jacket, and two sports bras because you know, that leisure market is such a huge market. It's like Lululemon, Fabletics, Athletica. But what I noticed when I was, you know, getting inspiration from these athletic stores is that they're all, you know, solid colors. It's like a dark gray, a light gray, like a dull, dusty rose, pink kind of color, a burgundy, you know, very bland. I mean, everyone wears the same leggings, you know, and I never, ever, ever see print, barely see print on workout leggings. So I did a test and I did black leggings where only the band had a print on it. And same with the sports bra, only the underband had the print. And people loved it because it wasn't too loud and crazy where you look like a traffic hung when you're running. But it was, it was still different and unique where people 
you know, a friend wore it and ran on the beach just to see if someone would compliment her or get any feedback. And they loved it. They said they've never seen anything like it. It's so unique and special. And, and you know, that's exactly what I wanted. And, and so, yeah, so it was, it was successful. And then I did another set that it was the whole print. But I blew up the print a little bit so it wasn't too crazy. And that did get a lot of positive feedback. But as I expected you know people were like I don't know this might be a little much I might wear just the sports bra with black leggings um so you know it's it's preference you can mix and match but yeah it's fun to see who really loves print like yourself and who you know would never put that on likes to be all black you know yeah and it's so true, though, you know, in terms of what you wear, whether it's when you're exercising or just every day, it definitely impacts, you know, your mood and your confidence. Oh, for sure. For sure. So I could see that if someone, if I was wearing, you know, one of your leggings and I just saw that, like, pop of fun and that print, I think it might just give me that, like, extra, you know, um, in my step. <laughs> Yes, um, it for sure will. And we just did a shoot two days ago with the Athleisure line, and so it should be on Instagram very soon so people can see and see if yeah. they're bold enough to, to wear it. Definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm actually a Zumba instructor. I give Zumba classes. and oh, cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, but I, I, I do feel like you feel different. If I'm just wearing, like, this schlumpy T-shirt, and I'm mm-hmm. exercising. I just feel like very blah. I don't feel. I don't get that. You know. I don't get that into it. But right. you're like, hey, I look good. You know, let's do this. Um, then, <laughs> then I get really oh. into it. So yeah, right, exactly. That's a good so, point. And I mean, nowadays, modest clothing is becoming more. You know, more popular and more available. What do you think about this trend? Well, I love I love Prada because that's what she does. She always has very classic, modern silhouettes. Um, and I definitely incorporate that into my clothing. I think it's beautiful and elegant and it just it's it's so it's timeless and it's classic and and yeah. I love back and it's 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 being more respected in the fashion industry I think because before it was kind of looked down upon you know in like the 90s and the early 2000s it was all about skin and cutouts and and that's fun but I think that um these silhouettes are so timeless and and they'll always be in style and they'll always be elegant always make a woman feel beautiful and I'll always have them in my collection yeah and I saw that you are involved in philanthropic organizations, um, the Pearls Girls, the Girls Empowering Organization, and the, I cannot pronounce the other one. What's the other one? It's Juanse. It's in Cartagena, Colombia. I went two years ago in the summer for two weeks. I went with an organization called Design Lab Give. Um, I was the youngest instructor to go. It was six of us. And we went and we went to this place called Juan Fe and it's a school for young women between the ages of 13 and 19 who have become mothers, usually not by choice. And they are able to go to school and drop their babies off at daycare um, and their babies are fed and taken care of while they go and get an education 
So we went there and we donated 25 sewing machines, fabric scissors, tape measure, pins, the whole works, everything you need in a sewing studio. And we taught them how to sew. We taught them how to make bibs. We taught them how to make diaper covers, um, baby holding slings, if that's what it's called. Um, and, you know, they were so happy. It was so inspiring and life-changing for me because these girls were my age. And I do, luckily, was taught Spanish, so I was able to communicate with them. And to be able to give them a resource to support their children because they were able to sell these things. Um, they made pillows, too, that they sold. Um, and give them a creative outlet was, was really amazing. And in June 2020, I'm going with the same organization to Kenya, Africa. And we're teaching a group of girls in a village two hours out of Nairobi. We're also teaching them how to sew. And they, we heard that there they don't have a lot of feminine products for the girls. And so we're teaching them how to make reusable underwear that, um, that they can wear. So that's wow. going to be amazing. And I'm very excited. And that trip is more with kids my age as instructors. So I'm going with my best friend who's also 16. And, and we've both been sewing for a long time. Yeah. So it must be amazing to see them, uh, you know, you're, you could see the progress right in front of your eyes. And you could you get like that, you know, right away you see like you took someone who didn't know how to do something and it's like all of a sudden she has a skill. Pretty yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, they, they loved it, and they still send us pictures of them, of what they create using the sewing machines, and it's just, a, it's just an amazing skill to have and to know, because when you create something from scratch, it just makes you feel so good. And then, and, and then they, you said they could, they could technically, you know, that's like a skill that they could use, hopefully, in the, in the workforce as well. Right. Exactly, to support their families, exactly. Wow, it's really, really cool. And I, actually, I just got the picture of you and your teacher and him rocking the tie that you made. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is really cool. It's like that turquoise, I like the blue, the turquoise blue that it has going on. And he's wearing it with the suede shoes and red laces. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Cool. <laughs> yeah, so that that's really cool. That's awesome. So what goals do you have for the future as a designer? Well, I'm still going to be working for Sojourn by Ariel. I'm so excited to see this uh, as leisure line grow and make more pieces. Um, but I'm focusing on school and my portfolio. Uh, I'm class of 2021. And my dream school is Central St. Martin's, which is in the center of London. It's an urban campus. And it's the number one fashion design school in the world. And I've been wanting to go there since, like, sixth grade. Um, and Alexander McQueen went there, Stella McCartney, which, like I said before, they're my top inspiration. So, yeah. And wow. it's like 6% acceptance rate and, you know, hard to get in for international students. But that's, that's my goal. And I'm building my portfolio. And I'll put this podcast on my portfolio. <laughs> so it's, that it's really incredible the amount of things that you've accomplished up until now. Thank you. So I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> Thank you. I, Thank you. And I really hope that 
everyone that's listening, you know, heads on over, checks out Swedro Art to Wear by Ariel. You'll be amazed. It's Everything is just, you know, gorgeous and different. You're definitely not going to see yourself coming and going, but in a good way. And, um, and yeah, thank you so much for coming and, you know, joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It was a privilege. And I will send you a picture of my plastic dress. Definitely. I'm very excited. Have an awesome, awesome evening. Thank you. You too.